Blog Talk Radio. Calling all men. It's now your time for your show with your coach, the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Relax, be heard, and be understood. It's a show where men can be men. Now here's the coach who has your back, Linda Gross. Welcome everybody to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I am thrilled to tell you about today's show. Our topic is value love. Are you married to your phone? Is your phone a surrogate lover to your spouse or significant other? Do you have neck pain, eye strain, and inability to focus? Well, you might be addicted to your phone. Let's find out what you need to look at to break this bad habit. You can call us on this topic with a question or comment, 323-642-1677, You can also use our chat line right here on Blog Talk Radio, blogtalkradio.com, blogtalkradio.com, forward slash DT Linda Gross, forward slash DT Linda Gross. Alrighty, so let's just dive right into this topic, shall we? Have you ever heard of this called a Venus flytrap? <laughs> it's a plant that eats bugs, mainly flies. It looks like a big, giant pink clam with tentacles that look like teeth. Then she snaps, closes her jaws, and swallows you whole. It's not unlike our cell phones today. If you need a picture on what this looks like, Um, Go to Blog Talk Radio on the picture carousel. You will see it there, Venice flytrap. There you go. All right, so let's go with this new word called fubbing. Fubbing, a new millennial word, these crazy things. This is the contraction of two words. It's the contraction of snubbing and phone, fubbing, okay? Snub means to treat somebody with disdain or contempt especially by ignoring them, all right? So researchers determined that the fear of missing out, otherwise known as FOMO, and self-control issues predicted the smartphone addiction, all right? So victims of fubbing feel hurt by being neglected. Therefore, they turn to social media in order to feel more included, So what are some signs that you have cell phone addiction? Well, here are the symptoms. Insomnia, inability to focus, inability to complete a task, stress, restlessness, relationship stress, eye strain, neck pain, social anxiety, escapist behavior. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Do you have one or all of these symptoms? I bet you you have quite a few. Now, people generally say, according to the researchers, spend an average of three hours and 15 minutes on their phones every day, with the top 20% of smartphone users spending upwards of four and a half hours. Come on now. Who are we kidding? They're saying it's three hours, 15 minutes, 
but I don't believe that for a second. It's probably more like six hours. And with the shelter at home in place because of COVID, come on now. It's probably even higher than that. So how do you check what your numbers are? Well, if you're on an iPhone, you go to settings and then scroll down for screen time and then go to see all activity and it tells you where you spent your time. For example, emails, apps, browsers. If you're on an Android phone, you go to settings, then click on battery and a list of apps will appear below with their percentages of battery usage either for the last 24 hours or for the last seven days. And then in the upper right-hand corner, you'll find a clock icon. Click on that and the time you spend using these apps will be added beneath their name. All right, so that's how you tell. Okay, so we're gonna dive into this Pew Research Center study that they did. It's a survey of about 5,000 people that was conducted just before COVID, October 2019. And it found that many Americans encounter high-tech related struggles with their significant others, okay? So here are some of their findings. 31% of single people who are not currently in a committed relationship but are just casually dating. 15% of those respondents said that they were single and looking. 69% are partnered adults who are married, cohabitating, or in a committed relationship. 11% are cohabitating, and 50% were unmarried. So about half of Americans in relationships say that they deal with their significant other being distracted by their phone, especially when they're trying to have a conversation with them. People from the ages of 30 to 49 are most likely to report that their partner is distracted by their phone. 62% are in this category. 41% of the partnered Americans, say ages between, say, 50 and older, say they have encountered this problem in their relationship at least some of the time. Seven in 10 Americans, regardless of whether they are in a relationship, say it's rarely or never acceptable for someone to look through their partner's cell phone without that person's knowledge. All right, that being said, 34% of partnered adults say they have looked through their partner's cell phone without that person's knowledge, with women being more likely than men to say that they have done this, 42% on the women versus 25% on the men. 29% said that this behavior is at least sometimes acceptable I don't know what they're using for the ground rules on that one. 52% of partnered adults ages 18 to 29 say they have snooped compared to 41% in the 30 to 49 category, 29% from ages 50 to 64, and of course, a smaller amount, 13% for those who are 65 and older. All right. Now, the type of relationship for snoopers mattered as well. So 41%, which was the biggest number, 
were snoopers and they were living with a partner compared to only 27% that were in a committed relationship and 34%, I think, felt most secure were married. Also, there were some differences according to by race and ethnicity. 7% of the Hispanic adults who are in a relationship say, yep, they have looked through their partner's phone compared to 37% among their black friends and 31% of whites. 53% of all social media users checked up on their exes. <laughs> Attention, men. Deet, 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 deet. With 70% of ages 18 to 29. So if your partner is in the 18 to 29 category, 70% of them are checking up on their exes. Beware. 48% of 18 to 29-year-old social media users say social media is very or somewhat important to them for showing how much they care about their partner. Now, I think this finding holds true for women, but I don't believe the numbers are anywhere near that high for men. I don't think men care that much about using social media to impress their partner. 40% of partnered women say they are bothered by the amount of time their partner spends on their phone. Women are often bothered by the amount of time that men spend on their cell phones only because I think women think their men are cheating, okay? Only 10% of men say they are bothered by their, by their women's cell usage. I think, frankly, they don't care. Men have better, better things to do than to monitor her usage, 24% of the, those surveyed were bothered by their time on social media, by the partner's time on social media. 15% are bothered by their time playing video games. And it, it is interesting that they didn't measure if the guy was bothered by the vast amount of time that their girl was watching trashy or reality TV shows. Because I think that can hog up <laughs> a lot of binge-watching time, maybe up to four to six hours. But that didn't get on the survey because I guess we're talking about cell phones. 60% of partnered adults ages 30 to 49 say their significant other is at least sometimes distracted by their cell phone when they're trying to hold a conversation with them. Compared to 52% of those aged 18 to 29, 41% for those who are aged 50 and older. So it's fairly common for partners to share a password or a passcode to their cell phone. The majority of Americans who are married, cohabiting, or in a committed relationship say they have given their spouse or partner the password for their cell phone. 75% of them have done so. 62% have done so for an email account, and 42% have done so for social media accounts. And only 22% of those in a committed relationship, you know, admitted that they, that they gave out their password to their partner. Hmm. All right, 30% of female social users and 26% of male users say that they have discussed their love life on social media. Is that you? 39% of Hispanics, followed by 29% of Blacks, 
and then 25% of whites have followed suit and done the same. With 18 to 29-year-olds with the highest percentage at 48%. And the biggest talkers were those in a committed relationship, also 48% of those polled. Of the talkers, only, 25, only 24% were married people. Hmm. Interesting. Now, roughly half of the social media users have used sites to check up on someone they used to date. Uh-oh, buyer beware. People who most often checked were, of course, the 18 to 29-year-olds at 70%. College-educated were more apt to check at 59%, those who had some college, 54%, and high school or less, 45%. Wow. So people who were more educated were more apt to, <laughs> to check up on uh, someone they used to date. I wonder why that is. It's kind of crazy. 40% of those polled, providing that you were in these three demographics, Blacks and Hispanics, 18 to 29-year-olds, and living with a partner, were especially likely to view social media as having an important role in connecting and keeping up with their partner. They felt it was a way to show how much they care to their partner. One quarter of all couples said their partner's social media has made them feel jealous and unsure about their relationship. Now, college graduates are less likely to report having felt this way than those with some college experience or a high school degree or less. Only 16% of college grads felt this way. Anyway, you don't need a survey to tell you how destructive social media can be and your cell phone usage can be, not only to your partner, but to your kids, your extended family, friends, and coworkers. So go ahead, look up at the beginning of this program. I told you how to look it up on your cell phone, your data usage, your cell phone usage, and See if the numbers don't shock you into doing something else with that time, right? Okay. All right. If you happen to have missed last week's show, we were talking about reinventing your career during coronavirus. Nearly 50 million Americans have filed for unemployment since March compared to 37 million that happened during the 18-month period of the Great Recession in 1929. Recent college graduates can't even land an internship, much less find full-time work. Even employees who still have full-time jobs have serious plans to exit their roles. COVID certainly jolted us out of our comfort zones and are leading us to ask the big questions about what matters and what is worth doing. All right, so if you happen to like our show today, there are many ways to show your love. You can listen, call, subscribe, like our fan page, chat, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, advertise with me, start with my Amazon link, download my app, buy my book on Amazon. By the way, the Amazon book is called The Science of Mastering Women, The Science of Mastering Women the real truth about women that will change your life forever, right? Okay. And by the way, anytime I do a post on social media, the link to my book, that is the correct Amazon link to use. If you want to do some Amazon shopping and help the show, doesn't cost you anymore. 
Just start with that link, that book link. No book purchase is required. Start with that book link, save it to your favorites, and Amazon will send us a few pennies on the dollar to help support the show. So we really appreciate that. All right, let me do a couple of shout-outs to sponsors of the show. By the way, today is Erin Clary's last day to sign up for the Minimalist class, September 30th. He has an online minimalist class for open enrollment. All you have to do is send me an email, info at themensadvocate.com, info at themensadvocate.com, or you can send me a, a DM on any of my social media, on Facebook, IG, Twitter, right here on Blog Talk Radio, wherever you want to message me. I'm going to see your message, all right? So make that happen. So what what is the uh, class about? Well, are you spending more than you make and you want to stop? Well, the psychology is very much like losing weight, and Erin has figured out how to break that cycle. Most people want to lose weight, but they can't. So same thing here. Most people want to save money and not be in debt, but it's a never-ending cycle that you just can't seem to get off that wheel, right? Well, he's going to teach you how to do it. I've taken his class. It's outstanding. I highly recommend it. In a few hours, he's going to teach you how to get this done. Also, if you look in my picture carousel, I have the table of contents in there so you can see if some of the class topics appeal to you and you can sign up accordingly, right? Okay, so he has found a way to rewire people's psychology to drastically improve your chances of living beneath your means and being financially sound. They are not hard steps to make. They're not obvious steps but it's fairly easy to put in place and get out of debt, start saving a few bucks on the side, and live the minimalist life, all right? They don't teach you this in school, so you're going to need to learn this from Aaron. I highly recommend it. All right, I also want to give a shout-out to author Vince Barrick, author Vince Barrick, How Not to Become a Millennial, Learning from America's Largest Sociological Disaster, How Not to Become a Millennial. I've read it. I highly recommend it. Very easy read, but deep principles, not obvious principles that you need to wrap your head around so you don't make some of the stupid mistakes that a lot of people are making today, right? How Not to Become a Millennial. And then lastly, I want to give a shout out to my listeners in Orange County, Michael W. Brown, attorney at law, Michael W. Brown. He's a frequent guest on the show and friend to the show. He is running for Aliso Viejo City Council. So I'd vote for him, except I live in Los Angeles County and you guys are in Orange County. So if you happen to be down there, vote for Michael, Michael W. Brown for Aliso Viejo City Council in the upcoming election. All righty. Thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate you guys being here and spreading the word. We will catch you next time right here on Blog Talk Radio on the Men's Advocate Show. We're here Tuesdays, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's Tuesdays, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Bye for now. And we will catch you next time on the Men's Advocate Show.